Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. This is our podcast where we talk sports, get a buzz on. That buzz, as always, is brought to you by the beautiful, delicious Strange Land Brewery. Beer for every occasion. Beer for any occasion. Hey, thanks for opening those beers, Coach. Hey, you're very welcome. We got Coach sitting in. Because as we all know, it's a beer for all occasions. Beer for all occasions. Uh, we got Ballad pressing buttons. Hi there. Chad, unable to make it back in time. Stuck in Colleen. Now he's going to have to deal with driving through the rain. That's Allegedly stuck in Colleen. Allegedly. We will... We'll Thanks. investigate next week when he gets back. You know what? I'll give I'll give our expert a little bit of a break. You know, he told me he had this massive industrial like building vacuum he had to install today. <laughs> it just had so many setbacks. It was, it was a problem. Well, uh, I gave you their names. Uh, I'm your host, Spencer Spillman, or as Ballad likes to say. Dale. Yeah. It's that's, Dale Gribble. That's the one I get for the show. Um... If you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, please subscribe. Please follow us. Stay up to date with every single latest episode. Um, it always makes me a little happy when I get the notifications that Sports Buzz is posting an episode and it's got the little fire emoji on it. See, uh, happy for you. For others, it's it's like, wow, Zach remembered to post the episode. This is this, <laughs> is, a tr- a this is a whole treat. Drink for that. Man, it's going to be a rough episode. You're <laughs> owning a name, too. Wow, that's a, that's a good start here. So uh, let loose tonight, boys. <laughs> and please give us some five star reviews on iTunes. This is our pro show. We'll get into show business here in a moment. Uh, Ballad, why don't you tell the people what we got going on at Strangeland coming up? I would love to, but it is a secret. <laughs> I cannot tell you, but I tell you what, it is exciting. Two really exciting things that I would love to share with the listeners. I'd love to share with both of you gentlemen, but. Can we make uh, guesses? Predictions? Uh, you can, but my lips are sealed. Okay, I'm gonna guess a new beard. Ooh, it's a good guess. I'm going bold. I'm going big. I'm going expansion. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. Well, that's two very big things, big exciting things to happen. Two. <laughs> and if there's one thing we like to do, it's leave people on. Yeah. So these yeah. Are Neither one of those are probably anywhere close. <laughs> In the meantime, you can pick up Strangeland, all the places that you know you can. What are those places again, Bill? H-E-B, Specs, Whole Foods, Twin Liquors, local bottle shops, gas stations around Austin. I can get it down to San Marcos. You can find it all around Texas. And if you Soon to be in Dallas. Nice. And if you can't find it in your favorite bar, demand it. Demand it. Tell me you want it. Throw a fit. <laughs> Order another local beer. Ask for the manager. slam it on the ground. Ask for the manager. You need Strangeland. <laughs> uh, follow them at twi- on Twitter at StrangelandBrew. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Let's get into show business. Chad is out, which means we got ourselves a little OG show. Three. The original three back in studio. It's been a while since we've had one of these. Yeah, it has. Kind of excited. Got a feeling it's going to be a good show. Um, we can only hope. We can only hope. We do have some stuff that... Uh, For as little planning as we do, we can only hope. <laughs> we do have some, some OG material coming from the Ball family. We'll get into that here in a little bit. Um... But uh, let's get into Coach's favorite part of the show, and that's asking Ballad trivia so he can win his money back. Ballad's favorite time of the show, <laughs> when he can try to win his own money. Update uh, the folks on uh, last week. So, do you have a, a bit of uh, business? A little bit of show business. A little administration for uh, our game show? Small uh, accounting year. little accounting year. 
Less accounting, more uh, intelligence, Eric. Uh, <laughs> last week, we asked Ballad to name pro teams in the state of Texas. Ballad did a fantastic job. He even brought up one of our favorite sports, Ultimate, and named the Austin Soul. I did not award him a quarter. However, that is a valid team and a good... After, after speaking with the judges, I said... Being a judge, I thought, you know, that's kind of weak that you didn't offer that. I mean, they are a professional team. And in all honesty, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad afterwards. So, Ballad, you're going to officially hit the over from last week. Woo! You win 325. Here's your additional quarter. Remind, remind, the folks who, remind the folks who picked the over and who picked the under on Ballad's $3 line. Uh, Ballad and I definitely took the under. <laughs> Chad took the under as well. He had no faith. <laughs> And uh, our boy Dale, the only one to believe. I believed in him. I believed in my producer. I knew. I know what he's capable of. He's better than most. Hey, we talk yeah. fantasy every now and then. <laughs> fantasy scores update. We're gonna update <laughs> our scores as they come. Love well, it. You know, it's funny that they went to you as a judge to decide whether or not it would be classified. You, you, it seems like you would be a little biased. A little biased since you had the over. <laughs> but hey, that that's that's politics these days. You know, a little bit of corruption and everything. Yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna disagree when I get called on some bad gamesmanship. If there's anything I love, it's games. Rules are rules. So uh, we'll get right into it in another installment of Can Ballad Win His Own Money uh, this week. <laughs> We need like a Wheel of Fortune theme going on. We need to make our own little uh, game show song. Doing this. Um, I get right on that. So this week, Thanks. we're going pro, but Ballad's favorite subject of all time is the special teams. Mm -hmm. Well, what I'm going to consider special teams is having a good backup quarterback in the NFL. Ah. If you lose a Carson Wentz, got to make sure Nick Foles is there to win the Super Bowl for you. So Ballad, we are going through new free agent signings. Of backup quarterbacks. Oh boy! Fantastic. I got Screw. four names on the list. I will give you the name. Your your job is to give me the team they are now signed with. Oh, you can do this. Okay. I feel at first I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were gonna have me name it's not, movies. It's not I thought that has been put on. Yeah, like it's like you know what? Just keep your dollar. You know, just keep it. I do I know that. where our trivia gets a little too difficult. So <laughs> we got a dollar out here to win today, Ballad. We got four quarterbacks. Let's see how many of the teams you know. Quarterbacks? Quarterbacks. I get my quarterbacks? You get your quarterbacks <laughs> if you know where the quarterback is. I like that. You got to find the quarterback to get the quarterback. Understood. All right. So we'll start off with uh, one of the big uh, quarterbacks coming in the draft is a uh, USC Trojan, Sam Darnold. We'll go with another USC Trojan in the NFL already, Matt Barkley. Where did Matt Barkley go? This is probably the most recent of the signings, too. Great. Uh, Matt Barkley. I'm trying to think of teams that need a backup quarterback. I'll give you this hint, too, to kind of help you out. Two of the teams start with the letter B. as Their their mascot starts with the letter B. Two of the teams, their mascot starts with the letter T. B's and T's. B's and T's. Hmm. T's and B's, if you will. T's and B's. Uh, I got Barkley at the, at the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay. That would be incorrect. Okay. Mm. Can I get a guess? I'll let you guess, Dale. I'm going to go with the Bengals. The Bengals would be correct. Boom, boom, boom. Next up on the list, just removed from Arizona, our boy Drew Stanton. Removed from Arizona, B or a T. Uh, give me the Titans, Tennessee Titans. He is not with the Tennessee no. Titans. Ooh, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Close, but no cigar. Dang it. Drew Stanton has now signed with the Cleveland Browns. Oh. Oh. R.I.P. Drew Stanton. R.I.P. <laughs> Never hear that name again. So going, that's, too, that's too bad. <laughs> going, going back to another former Browns quarterback, uh, we'll go with Brandon Whedon, oh, who is magically still in the league, even though he was an old man when he entered the league. He signed somewhere? Yeah, he, that's amazing. He just signed somewhere. And he was, was like 35 as a rookie. Pretty Pretty decent news this morning on uh, some stations. So, Brandon Whedon. Um, give me the Buffalo Bills. We've already run out of the B's, so you screwed that one up. You, you weren't counting your B's and T's. You guess not. You, would you Would you like another try? We'll no, no, I'm gonna submit. No, yeah, I'm gonna try a different one. So <laughs> a T team is what we're looking for. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. I said the Titans earlier. I guess it could be the Titans. I'm gonna go. He couldn't be with the Texans again, could he? There's no way. Um, hmm. We're probably trying to talk this out and get an answer from you. 
He is. <laughs> stone- but I'm waiting for final answers. Coach is stone faced though. He's not giving trying anything. To get Daniel Negreanu over here trying to get a trying to get a read. <laughs> trying to get reactions out here. Uh, fuck. All right, Ballard, final, I hate this part of the show. Final answer, Brandon Whedon. Um, I, I'm just gonna double down on the Titans. I would too. That would be a bad guess. Okay. Brandon Whedon has re-signed with it. Houston, Texas. God, you know what? <laughs> no. So, well, that was the first team I did say. So, I... Yeah, you talked yourself out of it. You can't get half a quarter. You can't get half a quarter. No, you, no you, that adds to you. <laughs> you waited for it to go from negative two and a half to negative three. It just didn't work out for you. Yeah. Uh, so, last but not least, certainly not least, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert, huh? BG. See, I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm struggling with do I just triple down on the Titans or do I try to think of another team with a team? Trying to think of another team. I and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go around the country. I'm blanking a little bit, but I, I think I'm just gonna take the Titans. I've rolled with them this hard. The best guess so far is the Tennessee Titans. Blaine <laughs> Gabbard has signed as the backup hey, to Marcus Mariota. You gave, you gave three. They had to be one of them. If there's one thing I am, I'm, I'm uh, consistent. Consistent. <laughs> so, of the four, you win one quarter. Two. Well, I got that one earlier. Well, yeah, that was last week, so. But out of the four, you got one. This is a fresh quarter. Fresh quarter. <coughs> I'll take it. Hey. Sad day for Ballard right now. Hey, good job. Hey, I've had worse. Actually, is this my worst showing, or was the worst the Heisman? I think uh, this was the worst. Unless it was with the show that I missed. Yeah, it was a show you missed. Um, Ballard only got one of the the last five Heisman winners, correct? <laughs> see, they, see, you that got one, Johnny Manziel. I was here for that. I was here for that. So, see, that one's worse because it was way easier. <laughs> this one, I feel like you'd have to be paying attention, which yeah. clearly I'm not. <laughs> well, let's get into the show, but first we got to talk our show bet. We do not have any skin in the game on the first NIT game, which is probably good because it's tied 51 51. Never know where that's going to go. Uh, we got Penn State minus two and a half versus Mississippi State tonight. Um, hopefully that one's a little less nerve-wracking than what's going on right now. Um, that's going to do it for show business. Let's get into a little Dell match Dell match play recap. And first, Ballot, I guess we'll go ahead and um, start it off with you since you got to go. I uh, was unable to make Sorry, it. You, start, you, you, you probably paid more attention. I was only there for a day. I paid so. attention. Um, and by day, I mean about six hours. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, it it was uh, it was a good week. The weather was absolutely phenomenal in Austin, Texas. We uh, we got perfect weather, perfect sunlight. Their boats were out on the on the water, out in the cove, um, and a lot of big time players showed up, and a lot of big time players did not. Uh, pretty sure Chad doubled down on his Dustin Johnson bet from the year before. That did not go well because he got smoked, not even close to uh, advancing to the weekend. Um, Jordan Spieth knocked out by Patrick Reed in the group stage. Uh, really, the big names that made it were Justin Thomas, uh, Kevin Kisner, a guy who made his first President's Cup team this year. Um, a lot of those President's Cup guys played really well. Uh, hmm, surprise. Yeah. Um, Ian Poulter brought it back from the past um and and showed up uh the way that he does in match play and absolutely dominated people for the first four days of the tournament until he got to sunday and then he got absolutely waxed which made me pretty happy um really didn't want bubba watson to win but you know, he just he caught kisner in a bad couple of holes and just ran away with uh, the finals on saturday that was kind of brutal to watch. I felt bad for kids because he could not find a fairway. He couldn't find a green. Uh, I mean, he was all over the golf course. Really poor showing uh, from him in the finals. Coach, your pick, Justin Thomas, made it to the consolation. I'm talking about. Ended up losing to Alex Noren um, in a kind of a similar fashion. He kind of got waxed. But if you think about it, those guys play normally four rounds of golf in a weekend. They started this week on Wednesday, played three rounds of golf, and the guys who made it to the finals played two more rounds on Saturday and two more rounds on Sunday. So by the time they get to the end of the week, they're on round number seven in five days. So 
that can be a little taxing. That's not something they're used to. That's a lot of golf for these guys. Um, so Kisner clearly looked worn out. Um, JT looked a little worn out Sunday. Uh, but but I will say that, that I think the thing that makes match play interesting is the fact that it is an endurance test. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it, it's about not chasing a leaderboard, but more about winning where you're at too like there's just so much more thought process that i feel like goes into every single hole absolutely because the whole field changes shot to shot so like yeah when you're chasing a leaderboard you may drop a few shots but you know where you're still going yeah in match play that can change so quickly so um i do think that's what makes it interesting and i think that's why austin loves having such a the big coolest, event the coolest thing about match play is you can go out and make a 12 on one hole and your opponent can make birdie, and you're only down one. So it doesn't matter. I mean, you can make all that up the next hole. Um, are, are there a lot of match play tournaments on the PGA Tour, or is that a... No. So you'll get you'll get this one every year, um, and Austin's got it for at least another, I think, till 2019. Um, we'll see if they decide to keep it here. The players love it, and obviously the fans love it here in Austin, but... Um, it may go back to Arizona where it was before. They may move it to a new site. Well, uh, I like but... that. I like that it's here in Austin because match play a little bit weird. Austin, very weird. weirdest city in the world. It, it's just weird. it just feels so appropriate. But let me tell you something I didn't like about the tournament when I was out there. Tell me. I'm, I'm upset with Dell. Okay, I, I don't know what happened with Dell where they feel like they've got to remind everybody that they're involved in technology, <laughs> but their logo everywhere it has Dell and then it says Dell Technologies. It's like we know. You're in technology. You kind of invented the whole thing. Like, I don't understand what rebranding happened. They, where they, they had to feel like they had to spell that out for the whole world. Yeah, they rebranded uh, last year. Um, because the first year they had it in Austin, it's, it was just a Dell match play. Because I have a I have a shirt from the first year. Yeah. It was just a Dell match play. And then the next year, the whole company rebranded to Dell Technologies. and Which is redundant. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I agree. I agree. Like, if, it was like if we called it, like... Bud Light Beer Company. Also. Like we all we know what you make. We understand what kind of business you're in. It's it's fine. We don't have to you know overcomplicate it. I see where you're coming from. Um, was this your first time out at the tournament? This is my first time at the tournament. First time out to the Austin Country Club. Beautiful. Very nice place. Tough to walk though. A lot of hills. A lot, a lot of, of hills. a lot of changes in in, uh, <laughs> in undulation on that course. I was very I was very worn out by the end. <laughs> It's um, exhausting. I wasn't even planning on going, but Thursday afternoon, our boss sent out an email to the sales leader and said, hey, you guys have done a good job. We think you guys should meet us out um, at the course around 3 o'clock, enjoy a couple beers with us. Here's a couple free tickets. So got a surprise nice. uh, free ticket up. to the game. Uh, interesting. You know, you talk about it's a pain ass to walk around. Sure. Three. So there's four of the sales guys who got invited. Three of us all knew to wear shorts. Another guy comes up just wearing his, his work pants he wore all day. It's like, dude, you messed up, man. And it you was gotta... about 85 degrees outside? At least 85. <laughs> and he was, he was feeling it for sure. I mean, if you're going to wear pants, I'm not going to knock it because I like the play. It's classy. But there's only two options here. Lots of pattern, which I'm talking plaid because <laughs> plaid is the way to go. Or lots of color. Big pop of color. It's golf. You gotta go bold. Go I went, home. Yeah. I went bold the first year. Uh, I went out there. Went out there on Sunday to go check out the finals matches. Walked up about three holes ahead of uh, the group of Roy McIlroy and Jason Day because that was the feature group in the morning. So I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and wait on the eight tee box and watch watch these guys come through. I was on the ropes. There was nobody else there, and. I get a text from my buddy Brant and a text from my dad. I'm wearing blue pants. I think it was like Easter Sunday. Blue pants and a pink, bright pink shirt and a bright pink hat. I just get pictures of their TVs. <laughs> like, you would. You nice. would be wearing that. I was like, hey, got to stand out. Sounded um, pretty quick, huh? So I got a kind of similar situation to where everybody was following speed for obvious reasons. Of course. From the UT Texas kid. So we didn't mess with that at all. We saw him tee off in one hole. And then we kind of moved on. But we got to a place, I can't remember if it was 11 and 12 or 10 and 11. It'd be but... 11 and 12, right there at the par 3 by the uh, Grey Goose tent. Yep. And then so... 12 is a long par 5 down the hill. Yeah, so we're in a place that... You knew exactly <laughs> where the liquor tent was. Yeah, so we were in a place, <laughs> we a place where we could watch the 
the approach shot and the putts for that one hole, and then move over to the park. Watch him smash the drives down the hill. Yeah, so Jason Day comes by, and the whole time while we're there, you know, we're all joking that, you know, Jason Day is the only Filipino golfer. Is that, is that, your, is that your cousin, Zach? I go, yeah, he's my brother. He's, you know, just watch. So he comes up, he's walking by, and as he's walking up to the hole, I go, Day, I go, Day, one time for the flips. And he, he gives me the head nod, he goes, gotcha. And my <laughs> whole, everyone I'm with, he, they just look at me like, oh man, it's like your brother. I was like, hey, you know what's up? And then the next round that comes up is Jason Duffner. And first off, Jason Duffner must have a shit ton of money because he's rocking a Cleveland Indians hat. No logos, no payment, just, just you know what, I like this hat, I'm going to wear it today. Baller move. He rocked an Austin City Limits hat, and uh, they sh- they showed a, a picture of Matthew McConaughey wearing one and Duffner wearing his. It said, who wore it better? That's awesome. It was pretty good. But uh, Duffner birdied the hole before walking up to the par three, and I, I told the guys, like, I can definitely get a fist bump from, from Duffner. Like, no way, he's not going to fist bump you. I was like, watch this. So I stand up over next to the, the, the rope. He's walking by. He's on the other side of the walk with his caddy in between us. I look at him, hey, Duff, nice putt, War Eagle. Stick the palm out. He comes all the way over to pound it up before he, I'm pretty sure, bogeys that part three. But it was <laughs> it was very satisfying to uh, be able to lock that in. That's awesome. Dude, that's a that's an OG move by uh, Day. Oh, oh yeah. For the whole Filipino people. Giving the head nod. So Doing it. one time for the flips. <laughs> Another great week in Austin at the Dell match play. Um, hopefully it sticks around for more than just next year, but we'll see. Uh, time to move on to talk some NBA. We do have one one good story here uh, that we love talking about the ball family. Chad, what is it? Oh, never mind. Oh, oh wait. Sorry, wrong. Expert is not here, so we will, uh, we'll yeah. not we'll not dive deep into the NBA, but there is a, an interesting story out there uh, coming from Leangelo Ball, the middle brother, who has his agent has come out and said he will declare for the NBA draft coming up this year in 2018, um, and. This came, I want to say, just before or just after he scored 72 points in a game. In um, Lithuania. In Lithuania. <laughs> uh, Let's be clear. <laughs> and LaMelo added 36 in that game. So no word on if LaMelo is going to go pro. guess he has to wait around a little <laughs> Did bit Did you longer. see the score to that game? 159 to 115. Like, it's not much defense being played. What kind of basketball are they playing? It's Lithuanian basketball. It's a real hoop stream story. Yeah. Dude, maybe the maybe the goals count for four there. Who knows? That but, would make uh, his 72 points a lot less impressive. Let's, let, let's uh. They probably play with a. Let's bonus go around ball. the room and Ballad. You tell us the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Leangelo Ball going to the pros. Well, when I saw Leangelo Ball. Uh, declare for the pros after his great performance in the Lithuania League. I just want to say I want to take this opportunity also to declare for the NBA draft. <laughs> I had a pretty good weekend at the rec. Uh, I didn't have 72 points, but I only made it through half a game. And uh, we're not going to dwell on my stats, but if if losers like Leandro Ball are going <laughs> to declare for the draft, I'm also going to take the opportunity to do the same right here too. So I'm also yeah. officially declaring maybe for maybe the our NBA, boy Anthony Anthony Davenport should he just got uh, league it. league MVP Red league MVP he's dropping like forty a game won the championship again dude that's much more impressive than whatever the, this ball brother did over where there the hell Lithuania is <laughs> coach what comes to mind for you what's the first thought in your head here I want to take it back to when we first started talking to the ball family. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. Harrison Gaines is a shut big the hell up. He's a big sports agent. I, I get it. And why not attach yourself to the Ball family? There's probably money involved somewhere. If in there. there's agents involved, yeah. there's money there's involved. There's plenty of money. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, please shut the fuck up, Leangelo. You are trash. You couldn't even make really a college roster because you went overseas, got suspended, and never saw the floor for UCLA. So you can't even call yourself a collegiate athlete. Um, it's kind of a joke that he's even getting an invite to the Combine. It's it's laughable. Did he actually get an invite to the Combine? Or is he he, he just... is attending the Combine. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. I'm I still waiting on my invite, but I'm sure it's in the mail. I'm sure it's, yeah, it's got to <laughs> yeah, be. The IMG Academy, I believe. Well, I'm going to tell you the first thing that, that popped into my head when I when I heard this story. What's that, Dale? Spare me. Say what? Come on. 
really, the guy was only averaging just over 15 points a game in nine games. I mean, yeah, he scored 72 in this big baller brand challenge game, which I don't even know was technically, it's some, oh, oh, they played some youth team from China. Sorry. So he scored 72 against a youth team from China. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even an actual Lithuanian sanctioned game. It was just the big baller brand challenge. So they got this professional team to play some youth team from China and just padded their stats. I guess I don't know. I want to know the age of these these kids. Me too. I have to know now. I mean, Lamelo put up thirty six. Youth makes me think younger than eighteen, right? The like whole, the whole rest of their roster that they're even on is grown men. So yeah. like, fuck even the balls <laughs> being on it, like. Why why hey. do we have these Chinese children playing well, grown is, Lithuanians? Lamelo is still like 16. 17. And Leangelo is like 19. Dude, it's crazy to me that Lamelo still has to play another year of professional ball before he can even declare for the NBA mm-hmm. draft. Yeah. Good. But he would be the first since LeBron James to essentially to come be an 18 out year of old. high school. To be an 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah. That would be crazy. I've got the roster for... Uh, the Southern Tigers. You don't want to try and pronounce, is it Guang, Guangdong? Guangdong? I can say that. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, yeah. I'm Asian, so okay. I, I got that one. <laughs> um, they actually are, are mostly, there's a 19-year-old, a bunch of 28, 27-year-olds, okay. a 34-year-old guy, and yeah, they are all uh, fairly short for basketball players. Go figure. Okay, good, good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we're not, no, it wasn't like a bunch of 14-year-old kids that, they just found. Oh, I wish it was. Hey, but that, <laughs> that, that is fantastic. youth for uh, Chinese people. They live to be, on average, 187 years old. So that's <laughs> true. That checks out. Uh, hey, y'all right. got anything else on NBA? I know the playoffs are coming up, but we don't have our expert. and I haven't um, been keeping up with it enough. I, I think it's pretty awesome what's going on in the NBA right now. It's uh, really weird. Like, a lot of things with big teams, you would think, Spurs are, are making that playoff weird. push. The Spurs, I feel like, are in a lot of trouble. All this madness that has gone on with the Kawhi Leonard situation is only going to be detrimental to them because the Spurs organization likes to keep everything in-house, but this stuff is starting to get out of house, and it's kind of getting out of their normal controls. But they've won um, like seven or eight in a row. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, San Antonio's a good team, but they're they're in trouble right now, too. Last week we looked at them, they were the nine seed, and they're out of the playoffs. So they're going to need to make a push. However, they're in the sixth seed right now. Now, after this last week's stretch, which yeah. is great for them. And they're more in a position where they want to be now. But I think this Kawhi Leonard thing is going to drag definitely, them down when it comes to the playoffs. You definitely don't want to be in the seven or eight spot because eight seed obviously plays the Rockets, seven seed plays the Warriors. But the Warriors might not be, at, I mean, we're, we've heard Steph Curry will be out at least the entire first round of the playoffs. Exactly. So, so that I mean, another thing there. That the, could the bode Warriors, well. who have been to three straight finals, are banged up. They're they're struggling right now. Um, they're. I don't think they're going to catch Houston for the one seed. There's not. I don't think there's, there's no, a chance. They're not. That. They're not even trying so, at this point. I think that they're in a different situation than normal. And with the offseason they had, I think that might be a little precarious for them. I think the one team that San Ant- I mean uh, Golden State would not want to see would be Oklahoma City, which I don't think is going to happen. Oklahoma City's playing pretty well. Um, San Antonio, with a healthy Kawhi, could give them some trouble if San Antonio does fall back to the seventh spot. Um, it's no Steph right now. Durant's still out with a rib injury. Clay's still out with a broken hand. And Draymond's still dealing with a bruised pelvis, apparently. Got yeah. kicked in the nuts. And um, You look at the East... Kyrie banged up after surgery. We'll be back in a few weeks. weeks. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But that's not good for Boston. Um, They're sustaining way too many injuries at this point. And it's really going to hurt their push to get a good seed in in the conference. Yeah, Toronto at the number one seed right now? Toronto looks fantastic. Really good. Um, John Wall for the Wizards also hurt. I mean, it's a big deal for them. And LeBron James is looking... Like one of the healthiest years ten, ten in his years fifteen year career. Ten years younger. <laughs> um, I, I was hearing something earlier on the radio talking about LeBron James and and just the conversation of him and MJ. It's going to evolve because LeBron James is just going to play longer than anybody. He's going to. But I think it's funny because his oldest son is getting close to the point where he can come into the NBA. Hmm. I 
don't I mean LeBron James has never sustained any major injury and I hope he knocks on wood because he's got like a hyperbaric <laughs> chamber and a cry, uh, cryo chamber in his own house. Yeah. But he looks healthy, he looks great and he's dominating other teams. I mean, he just helped single-handedly beat Toronto. Mm-hmm. He dominated Milwaukee when he was on Giannis the whole time. Well, so. you saw the story where he pays like 1.5 million a year to stay in the shape that he's in. Oh, I believe it. I mean, he... A little more than that. Dude, so... I'll put in a little plug here. Uh, Emily and I won free trip to the U.S. Cryotherapy uh, Center here in Austin. Um, It's it's a huge thing. This chamber, we we went into it at negative 184 degrees Fahrenheit. It's a big room, right? It's just a frozen room. Yeah. And uh, we were in there for two and a half minutes. It was crazy. But, I mean, coming out, I felt electric. Like, I felt revitalized and just rejuvenated. LeBron James has one in his fucking house. Like, he can do that every single night after yeah. a practice, a workout, whatever. I mean, the guy, the guy is a Sleeping freak there. athlete. No, he probably sleeps in the hyperbaric chamber. That's right. Yeah. Just in a coffin. I love hearing all this good news about LeBron because I have a... Six to one ticket on the Cavs to win the whole thing. So can't, well, can't wait to see how that is. Don't know if that's gonna work out for you, but hey, um, that hedge. We'll talk about that. Let's later. let's hit a break and come back and talk a little bit of NFL news. Be right back with some more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. After looking at how we're doing, we are right on time. That was Hermitude. We are right on time. This has never happened, so don't screw this up for us, okay, guys? Yeah, but we're out of time, so we'll definitely be like 10 minutes over. For sure. Here's the thing. I forgot my watch, and I don't know how to look at this monitor very well, so no promises. I'll do my best to keep us on track. Um, I can't! <laughs> so... It's like literally the first thing in your job description as producer. Any, uh... <laughs> keep show on time. There's, there's two things I have to do. Post the show, and keep it on time. And I... Rarely do both. <laughs> to one or the other. Sometimes neither. Um, NFL free agency news. Um, did we talk anything big last week? I mean, we talked a lot of it. Did we, we? we tried to kind of corral most of it. There, yeah. You know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk where all the backup quarterbacks ended up. That, no. that wasn't part of the discussion. No, we didn't. we didn't. You didn't get to study up last week, so go back and listen to the beginning of our show again and listen to Ballad Suckle Trivia. What didn't what we didn't talk about was <laughs> just re-listen to the show. how Dallas got uh, Alan Hearns. That was not on the show. That came after the fact. It was not. Um, I think it's a big pickup for Dallas. Uh, it looks like they're doing a little future planning. Um, Definitely. So Dez, Dez is going to need to step it up this season. Well, and then this this week as well, Terrence Williams broke his foot in practice. So mm-hmm. he's going to be out. He's required surgery. So he's going to be out for a bit. That's probably good. Um, Keep him off the field. But uh, the the biggest free agency stuff that we have going on is the Austin or the not the Austin Spring League, but the Spring League coming to Austin. Um, it should be pretty exciting. See some of these these former players out there uh, back in pads again and and throwing around. Um, starts <coughs> tomorrow. When the show when the show is posted, yeah. uh, and we mentioned it a few shows ago, but we have press credentials for this one. We We're do. We're gonna be on site. I think I don't think any of us can go the same day. Which uh, is, Coach and I will be there on the third, April the third. I, I, together. I tried to get uh, where I could be there another day with somebody from cool. what we posted. My favorite though, Ballad doing a super job as producer. Uh, got Dale credentials for Dale. It says, so be proud. it says Spencer Dale Spillman is what he sent in. Well, you got to drink for that one. I will, but <laughs> I, I hope it. it says that on my badge. I mean, that is the only reason why I even put in for these press credentials. <laughs> so that I so that I could get your face seeing that on your press credentials. I like how you had to put your real first name, though, so that you could actually... Yeah, so I could show my ID and be like, no, the, the Dale is a nickname. 
It's, it's a show thing. Watch, I'm going to get there. I'm going to drive all the way up to North Austin, and they're going to be like, this isn't what it says on your ID, so... Honestly, the way these this, this organization hands out press credentials, I doubt they even check IDs. I, I don't even know why we had to apply for them. I think you could just show up and say, hey... I'm part of the media. We're, uh, we're part of the mainstream media, so... Just show them uh, our, our Trump. So just show them our. Uh, the uh, the first the first podcast. game is gonna be Saturday, April the seventh. There's two games that day. My birthday. What's up? I don't know who's on what teams or how they're deciding teams. I don't really know. Don't really care. Four teams broken up by region. Oh, okay. So it's like a north, south, and east, and a west. Gotcha. Well, all I know is I'll only be able to go for practices. Um, but uh. We kind of got to figure out what we're gonna do for this. I mean, gotta ha- gotta find guys that we're gonna talk to, ask questions to. Um, I mean, you guys have never been in a media setting, have you? In uh, in like a press conference, sitting around and asking players questions. I've been in many a press conference. Where people are asking me questions, but sure. uh, me asking the questions that that'll be new for me. <laughs> so I'm planning on reaching out to a local company, Renapro, uh, and just gonna strap myself up with cameras and. Wander around the, the stadium. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Uh, I'll have my GoPro. I'll see what we can do. And uh, I'll bring, if I can find my extra um, little recorder, I'll bring that for you as well, since we're both going to be there on the same day. But uh, it should be fun time. Definitely got to try and get a question in with Johnny. See, I think the play here is to hang out at the player hotel. Dude, that's a, okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I saw that on the list and I was like, why in the fuck are they just giving out the player hotel yeah, to just all these Joe Schmoes? Because that's what we are. <laughs> that's exactly what we are. Yeah, I think if, if we just hang out at this player hotel in, all, in the off hours, there's, there's I mean, I, I don't know if these guys are... Bound to see Johnny at the bar. Yeah, I was going to say, just <laughs> hang out at the bar and you'll run into Johnny Manziel. But, I mean, like that seems like the player. Oh, Crown, this is right by Haley's Place. I know exactly where this is. Perfect. You yeah. should definitely check that out. Yeah, I'm definitely not busy. That talk to talk it. to Renner Pro, see what you can do. I'll see about that. Uh, I'm gonna be out of town for most of this. I'm gonna be in New Orleans Masters weekend, so uh, all these days I'll be out. But I'm gonna be. I think I put in for um, this Thursday and or that the Thursday games, and then it'd be interesting to go out there on Tuesday. For those of you that aren't seeing this schedule because we're a podcast, uh, he's talking about <laughs> April 12th, games three and the four. Final, the final day of the Spring League. <laughs> yep, those are the only days I'm available to go. Uh, but I produced the podcast. You guys are the talent. You guys are the, the good-looking guys, or some people would think, that uh, you'll be able to go talk to these folks, right? I mean, we're going to try. I don't know if dudes are going to want to talk to good-looking dudes because that's, that's pretty much what we are. But uh, Well... I'm really excited to see how this goes. And if anything, I wish, I wish the only thing I wish we would have done is gotten like one of our one of our girlfriends who is very attractive to send to this and get them to go because they're probably going to be able to to talk to Johnny Manziel a lot better than we would. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pimp out my girlfriend so I can talk to uh, Johnny Manziel. It's not my after uh, reading several headlines. I'm also not going to allow my girlfriend to be next to Johnny Manziel. So. <laughs> Uh, Hashtag facts. There can, is. I, can I send? Can I send my allegedly? Can I send my ex girlfriend there? Yes, to talk to Johnny Manziel. There is that's a, who we there should have our exes. There is a Hooters right next to the hotel. <laughs> we could probably go recruit some girls. They would probably go talk just, to Johnny. Just Manziel. take my press pass and just go ask Johnny Manziel yeah. what it was like when he hit his girlfriend. So we're gonna talk more about the spring league as we're covering it and getting involved in it. Yeah. Right now, let's talk a little rules or rules. We had some rules. new uh, rules come out from the NFL, yeah? Yeah, rules or rules. Um, I'm going to start with the uh, the new rule with the crown of the helmet. Um, any rule, any hit with the helmet from now on with the crown of the helmet is an automatic 15-yard penalty and a possible ejection uh, just for lowering the head. Um, a lot of safeties, strong safeties, and... Linebackers are going to have a hard time with this, and I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of penalties and a lot of suspensions. So we're going to call this the Ryan Shazier rule? Pretty much, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, not Ryan Shazier. Well, yeah, I guess so. He did break his neck. Dude, right? his career is over. I'm tired of Pittsburgh leading me on with this bullshit, because <laughs> guess what? That guy's never going to play again. It's right here in the article. A severe spine injury to Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier on a play that would fall under the new rule. Interesting. Fair enough. James Harrison's in that category as well. 
a lot of helmets helmet hits from from Harrison. Uh, but yeah, it's just a dangerous play for for both offense and defensive players. Just, so I'm really frustrated with this rule though because in my opinion, not hitting with the crown of your helmet is a fundamental teaching topic from Pee Wee football from Pop Warner. until and even through the NFL. Every coach is telling you that. You want to see what you hit, what which you is hit. your face mask. So I I have a huge problem with this rule because I think it's going to cause a lot of problems. And we're talking about it being a 15-yard penalty. It's it's all about how a referee perceives this. This, to me, is going to be a nonsense rule that is going to slow the game down. It's going to make it harder for officials. It's going to make it harder for players to play. But it, it's going to be one of those convoluted rules that the NFL just comes up with for the sake of, quote, player safety that really, to me, is not going to change anything. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. PR play. Um, yeah, I mean, <coughs> the biggest one, we're trying to protect their brains now. Now we want to. Yeah, now. Them. Now that we've had to give out billions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> don't use any CBD, but don't hit with your head anymore. <laughs> um, the biggest rule change, we've been talking about it for a couple weeks, was the catch rule, the Calvin Johnson rule, the Des Bryant rule, whatever you want to call it. Um, it started with Calvin Johnson in 2010. Obviously, Val and I have a little bit of, uh, of a bad taste in our mouth from 2014. Um, yeah, I'm not mad about it. And then Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh's Jesse James in December's loss to the Patriots uh, because the ball did not survive the ground. But then you get to the Super Bowl, and that play counts for, was it Ertz? Yeah. Yeah, so um, they've changed that. All Your those... tone changed very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, good for you. To be fair, I only four, heard that one, so I'm four different plays. Still salty about it. <laughs> all the same rule. So now that will not that will be a catch instead of being a incomplete pass because the ball came out while reaching for the goal line or reaching for extra yards. Um, is it too little, too late? It is for me. Valid. Yeah, I think a, a bylaw of this rule should be that the Cowboys won the Super Bowl that year. We should go back and replay it. Clearly, go back and the track it. we were on. Same players, get all the same players back on the same teams and replay it. Yep. If they retired, too bad. Come back. Tony Roman never start, obviously retired. Start the game with like a minute and a half left on the clock because Dallas would have had a touchdown there and make Aaron Rodgers go down the field. <laughs> no, you, you know what the perfect sports Prove that they is. won it is that the Cowboys are going to be in a position to win a big playoff game, and they're going to rule a catch. They wouldn't have been a catch until this rule. Of course. They will probably lose of this course. game. Yeah. Probably against the Eagles, if I had to guess. I mean, yeah, no shit. I think I think this is fucking stupid as well. And the, to me, the NFL is just playing backpedal at this point. When it comes to almost anything, it seems like the NFL is trying to get out from under some scrutiny. And in my opinion, that Des Bryant catch was a catch when it happened. Mm -hmm. Committees have looked at it and said it is a catch. And even, I think this rule should still exist because I think it's bullshit. Like, just because you catch the ball up top and you fall down and drop it, it's still not a catch. So I, I think this rule gets more convoluted by removing it. And, I mean, it was the point of emphasis for three years now. So... What, what what are we really telling referees? Like, we're making referees' jobs exponentially harder, and we're making the game a lot slower by doing all this. Yeah, like, it, I it's agree. just, it's, it's madness to me. I feel like the NFL is just trying to cover their tracks for a lot of things that have been going on because they haven't been willing to stay out in front of the curb and set, set the tone for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate because the NFL is one of the most fantastic sports to watch. Need somebody who can take care of uh, the league, and Roger Goodell is not the person that can do that, in my opinion. But he got a huge extension and is getting paid more than he deserves. And free healthcare. <clears throat> Moving on. He's getting paid um, more than like most athletes in yeah. the NFL get paid. Yeah. Like ninety percent. Moving on. We can call him the one percent. Let's talk to uh to our expert coach about your sport, baseball. Opening <laughs> weekend coming up. Opening day. Oh, and, and real quick, before we get into it, I just want to say. 
that we're just talking baseball because we got opening day coming up. But after this, we're not going to bring it back up until all the other sports are done. we got a lot of time ahead of us. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of baseball A lot talk. of basketball. So... You know, just get it out of your systems now. Let's just talk about it, and then and then we'll put it behind us for for a couple of weeks. Is everyone good with that? Uh, yeah, I'm good with it. But okay, great. Coach, tell me what opening day means to you, because I know it means something different to everybody. But obviously, baseball guys, it has a holds a special place in your heart. Um, I think that's the key, though. It means something different to everybody. Yeah. And the thing is, when you all show up to the ballpark with that that feeling just makes it that much better um we call them baseball america's pastime it's one of the longest standing sports that we've had here in america um in my opinion it's one of the greatest things to watch it's it's a little bit of athleticism uh a little bit of strategy a little bit of intelligence and uh a little bit of just knowing how to stay out in front of your opponent um i've loved watching baseball i've loved playing baseball at any at any level i think baseball is exciting yeah um, it's one of those games like golf where anything can happen and anything can change in mere, can, mere seconds. You can play it for a long time, not maybe not as long as golf or tennis or bowling or something like that, but you can play baseball for a long time. We've seen that guys in their mid-40s, almost 50 years old. Is it Franco Harris who played until he was like 47 years old? Um, not Franco Harris. Uh, Frank Thomas. Football. No, not, not even Frank Thomas. I mean, the Big Hurt played for a long time. He did. Um, I can't think of the guy who, who was making... It, it'll come to me, like, weeks later, but... Um, That's fine. Um, but I think opening day is just special because, to me, what baseball is is something that was handed down to me. It was taught to me. It was a ritual, almost. Like, going out to the field was about doing certain things the same way over and over again and your approach never changes but the goal (laughs) always changes it's one of those things where there's pace to certain parts of it and then it's slow in other ways and Mm -hmm. and, and i think that's what's amazing about baseball it's what a lot of people don't like about it it's not a whole lot better than going to even a minor league game or you know just a you know i covered high school baseball for a while on the radio and for the newspaper just sitting there and you know enjoying a hot dog and a pack of sunflower seeds or peanuts grabbing a couple beers you know like sitting at a baseball game is totally different than watching it on tv i can't watch a baseball game on tv to save my life unless it's playoffs um but being at a game you don't have to care who the teams are you don't even have to know who the teams are just being at a game being in a ballpark Experiencing the sounds of being in a ballpark is, is kind of something special. And I know you want to go and see visit every single ballpark in the oh. country. Um, what's your number at now? Let's see, what are we at? <coughs> three? Yeah, just three. Fenway, Arlington, and Yankee, Houston? Oh, Yankee, Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. That's yeah. right. That's right. Do I get a quarter but, of that? Do I get a quarter? Of, okay, I'll just answer a trivia question. <laughs> no. But, uh, I mean... The, that's a, you're absolutely right. You know, um, if you're not an avid baseball fan, it's okay. The ballpark has plenty of things for you to do. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we've, I've been to plenty of games at the Dell Diamond myself to watch the Round Rock Express play. Um, they're actually going to change their names to the, uh, do you know this? I'll give you a quarter if you know this. I have no, I have no idea. Oh, wait. Round Rock Express, uh, I have no idea. No, they're changing it? their names to the Chupacabras. No way. Yeah, no way. Uh, I might get a Chupacabras hat. Yeah, I would get like a Chupacabras that. hat. Uh, what I was going to say about the, the what are their name now, the Express? Mm-hmm. Uh, April 19th, a Thursday, Texas State Alumni Night. Oh, I'm not an alumni, though. Yeah, you I can't, probably, you I can't go. You probably won't be allowed in. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed. <laughs> I'm putting that on the counter. Thursday night at the Dell mm-hmm. Diamond is the best night to go. $5 baseball beers or i think it's what sunday nights sunday or saturday nights one of the weekend nights they do fireworks friday the game friday friday, friday, night, friday yes. season tickets friday Wait. night game every friday night they do fireworks show after the game yeah time out time out time out it's fantastic I, I don't know a ton about baseball but if you're giving me a hierarchy of things that are in a baseball stadium that are good five dollar beers is like six things above fireworks there's there's that's, no doubt about that's that fair. yeah but a five dollar beer is not good or as good as a $5 beer with fireworks. 
Well, you can't have both, okay? If they only do fireworks on Friday, on Saturday, Sunday, Maybe you can. and they only get $5 beers on Thursday, you got to pick one. Hey, we don't know. Maybe they do have a special on beer. I, I do know. I've we'll looked have, into it. We'll have to find out. <laughs> I only go to um, on Thursdays. For he only Saturday. looks at ballpark beer prices. Hey, see if you can get us some press credentials to uh, Express Game. I guarantee I can get press credentials <laughs> to a Ron Rock Express Game. I mean, Chupa Coppers. Guaranteed. Chupa Coppers. Um, yeah, they're a part of like one of like 30 teams or something like that that were selected to be a part of like uh, Latino Heritage or something like that. So they're going to have Chupacabra cool. jerseys. I like it. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you haven't been to a game uh, in Houston. That's a good ballpark. Just never made my way down there. It's a good ballpark. I really want to go to Minute nice it's, it's a fun ballpark. It Another cool. ballpark that I really want to go to is the Brewers ballpark yeah, in I've Milwaukee. Yeah, that's good. That is a fun-looking stadium. Um, I haven't got to go do the... I recommend it. I haven't got to go do the Fenway Yankee Stadium stuff, but when I was in San Francisco, I did get to go to a Giants game. I want to do a whole Cali road trip. Love the Bay. Love the Bay Area. It gets cold at night. Bring a jacket. Even uh, in August when we went, it was 45 degrees and the wind blowing off the off the Bay. Off the bay yeah. It's cold, man. Yeah, I definitely want to do like a West Coast trip where I do Anaheim. I got to see Bumgarner uh, hit a home run. San Francisco, <laughs> Oakland, and then make my way all the way up Hell to yeah. Seattle. Yeah. So our fun. seats were actually up in center field right next to where Barry Bonds hit 73. They had the plaque on the wall and everything. It was pretty sweet. That's good stuff. Yolen it's a this, cool stadium. You want to hit the sound bite from Spring Yeah, training? yeah, this is uh, from Mookie Betts. He was doing a live interview during the game out in right field. It's hilarious. I wasn't a walk-off. You didn't just drop the mic and walk off knowing that this is a strike and I'm done. I wanted to, but um, because, yeah, I mean, it's etiquette. You know, right. rolling etiquette. You can't, you know. Oh, here you go. Oh. I ain't getting this voice. <laughs> Get on your horse. Get on your horse. They're talking to him he, as he's running. As he's running, down. he he tells them, "Oh, not gonna get this one, boys." My favorite part though, the whole interview, because he's mic'd up on his jersey. As soon as he takes off, you hear his chains chain start jingling as he runs, because he's yeah. got like two or three chains on every time he plays. Yeah. It's, but he, it's but he, you could hear him say, "Oh, not gonna get this one, boys," and he's booking it like he's not like half-assing it. That's pretty good. Who's the who's the, the defensive back who's always yanking Crabtree's chain? Keep to leave. Keep to leave. to leave. I'd love to see if there was a, a cleave to leave of baseball who's fi- always find a way to yank someone's chain. That would fighting that would be somebody good. like that would be both. like extra skill if in a non-contact sport if you could yank someone's chain every day. As you're running by him at first base, just grab it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna come up with some ways to make baseball cooler. Round I'm just bags. gonna go ahead and do it for everybody. I like it. Let's uh let's hit first impressions. Get through this real quick so we can hit our nightcap. Cause I'm kind of excited for this story and our nightcap. First impressions. We got some basketball games. Uh, Dale starts you off with the Cavs, a one and a half point favorite on the road against the Hornets. What's your first impression? Well, Cavs by ten at least. Yeah, I got the Cavs here too. Coach, hey, don't sleep on the boy Dwight Howard. Um, I got Cavs all the way in this one. <laughs> uh, right back at you. The Nets going to travel to play the Magic. Nets a one and a half point favorite. Real quick, I'm not really keeping up with the NBA, but I know the Nets aren't very good. So if on the road they're favored against the Magic, the Magic must the be Magic are trash. dog shit. They're trash. Uh, coach, first impression on that? Magic are trash. However, you're going to find me scooping up some points here. Give me the dogs. Yeah, give me the home dog. You know I always, I always take a home dog. Dale? I'll play contrarian. Yeah, I'll take the Nets just yeah. because uh, they got a UT boy, That's Jared Brooklyn. Jared Allen. I've also got the under on a hundred people watching this game. Uh, <laughs> is that including people in the stadium and viewers on TV? Yeah, that's the cumulative value. Okay, which I'm sure I misused that word. Uh, Dale, the Knicks <laughs> no, right. are going to travel to Philadelphia take <laughs> on the 76ers. The Knicks must be dog shit too because the 76ers are a 12 and a half point favorite at home. That's a lot of points. Well, 76ers just got Markel Fultz back, and he put up 10 points, 8 rebounds, or 8 assists, and four, uh, 5 rebounds. So, yeah, the Sixers are going to wipe this game. Give me uh, give me all those. Lay, lay them all. Just too many points for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them. Trust the process, bro. Coach? Trust the process is right. Markel Fultz also got two cups of water on the head. He's wet right now. Give me the 76ers at home. All right, last game, gentlemen. we got the Celtics traveling to Utah. Take them Jazz with a Jazz or a six and a half point favorite at home. What's your first impression, Coach? Um, I absolutely agree with this line. Uh, no Kyrie Irving. Uh, I believe Marcus Smart's still going to be missing time. Um, they're struggling right now. I will take the Jazz. <clears throat> well, now that I know all that information, I 
I'm also going to take the Jazz. I'm taking the Jazz for a different reason. Utah's a hard place to play. Just playing in altitude is difficult for teams, so I'm taking the conditions here. It's hard when you're jazz. bombarded with that much Mormon talk on a plane. Yeah, it's, it's, it really <laughs> it's very is. difficult. Do Mormons fly planes? Like, I, I yeah. imagine they're more of like horse buggy. They're not people. Amish. Anytime you, go, dude, anytime you fly to Utah, that plane is probably full of Mormons. I did. Oh, I did read something today where. Uh, Real quick, pick. Uh, Jess. Yeah, I'm not going to go contrarian. Um, I did read something today where in Utah, for this weekend's Shell Houston Open, on Saturday and Sunday, there's like some Mormon TV show that's going to be playing or Mormon something or other. So the the people in Utah won't even get to watch the golf tournament this weekend. So the, I don't know what CBS or NBC or whoever the network is, but I'd be a little pissed. Um, the Shell Opens. They're probably all watching in, that show. Houston. Yeah, I said Shell, he's an open. But in Utah, they're playing this Mormon... I can't watch it. ...some show. They, they won't be able to see Saturday, Sunday, unless they have PGA Tour. They can't watch sports on Sunday. Are they big golf people? I don't even, I don't understand. I don't know. I bet they have some beautiful golf courses out there. Probably pretty sweet. They love but playing they sports and then quitting anytime it goes to Sunday. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, that was first impressions. That, yeah, that was first impressions. Uh, we're going to get into our nightcap, sponsored by the beautiful delicious Strange Land Brewery. A beer for any occasion. Beer for every, all, any occasion. <laughs> um, this is a story coming to us from Ballad. I'll let you take this one. I didn't write it. It was Mr. Darren Ravel of ESPN. Uh, wrote a story about the future of sports betting. Just to recap, we've been following pretty closely on the Supreme Court case that is being ruled right now to decide that if sports gambling should be legal across the entire United States. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who think that this is going to get passed in a lot more states that are getting really, really involved and starting to already put legislation in place. It's going to allow them to uh, host sports gambling arenas, sports books, everything like that. And the article is all about what the future of sports betting could look like. And of course, they pick the NBA as the arena to kind of build this story around because Adam Silver, the uh, commissioner of the NBA, has been very progressive with this idea and is is really the first one to say we're going to embrace this we can see it coming and we want to be a part of it part of his ask from the supreme court is basically that the nba wants one percent of every wager that's based played on the nba when there's billions of dollars bet every year on sports it's a, a pretty pretty big number coming towards the nba's pocket so um, the whole idea behind this article is that this is going to turn sports arenas into like a game that might be a night. It's going to turn into an all-day event. They talk about being able to come in and bet on soccer in the morning. You know, it's all played overseas, but you could be there for brunch, placing bets uh, on the game. Um, they're saying that all these franchises are going to have their own betting apps. They they reference WizBet in in the uh, in the article, but you can imagine that every sports team will have their own app where you can make bets at their arena. Can um, you imagine if you're like a suite owner or like season ticket holders, like those nice seats down low? I gotta imagine if you turn your arena into a sports book, you get a nice little sliding tablet. You're yeah. be able to bet. During the game, before the game. Absolutely. Each seat's going to have a computer oh, sitting man. there. And then, like you said, the suites. I mean, then you got 15 or 20 of your best buddies watching a, like it says in the article, watching a Man United-Chelsea game. I know you and your old lady would love mm -hmm. that because y'all root against each other on yep. both of those teams. So, um, this is awesome. Yeah, they're talking about that fans, you know, with their iPhone 15s, you know, they're <laughs> talking this story is like in 2023. <laughs> You'll bring in your wireless earbuds. You'll be able to tune in to the game you want to watch. I'll be listening in your ear while watching it on a, a huge display screen that's got, you know, all the NFL games. Oh, Jerry day. World? Yeah. Jerry World on that screen? They talk about also that they'll give out glasses, like Google Glasses, where you can watch the actual game you're watching, but also switch to a mode where you can see your scores updating. The actual game that you're betting on. They're talking about having chairs that light up and vibrate. Red for plays that are negative for that better. Green for ones that are positive oh based on the God. bets that you're making. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Um, they're talking that stadiums are going to turn into hotels. Because people are going to stay there the whole weekend. 
so they can bet on sports, go to games, do it all in the same place. Exactly. You can't put a tent on the field. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be crazy, too, because um, one thing that's still an issue is leagues that are not for profit. Mm -hmm. The NFL (laughs) is the only major American league. That is a nonprofit organization. With air the quotes. With air quotes. Major League Baseball has <coughs> switched over. The NBA has done it, and the NHL has done it. They're all for-profit organizations, and that's why Adam Silver can ask for one percent of sports betting because they can make a profit off it. Yeah. Roger Goodell, if he doesn't get out ahead of this, we're going to be watching another NFL back peddling story over this because they're going to go into legal issues because jerry world would be fun however that would not be an applicable place to do that in at the moment um if all this were to change overnight the nfl would be about a couple of years too late um and they would be struggling to get out ahead yeah, of this stuck on the back betting. burner so get um, left behind the nfl i think the bigger story here is how far behind the nfl is and if they yeah. don't get their shit together they're not going to be able to cash in on this payday. I totally agree. Yeah, there's there's so much money up for grab, and the I totally agree with you. The only reason the NFL is not totally on board with this is is because they have not set themselves up to be able to take advantage of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny that yeah that you say that as a quote unquote non for profit, but I mean, let, to to be fair to a lot of these organizations, they give back a lot. They create yes. programs like I get that. NFL Play Sixty. That was created because they were starting to have too much of a surplus. Yeah. So they created something to give back, and and yeah. I think that's I, great. I, that's that's a great thing. But I mean, it, I do understand that a nonprofit, the, but there's certain nonprofits around the country that are better than others. Some that take oh, more or less money. And, uh, and but that's end, not a sports story for. That's why for they fucking today. pay him too much money because they have to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, it's a joke. I mean, the NFL's a joke at this yeah. point. Of all the major sports leagues, they're yeah. a joke. It's like the Red Cross. I mean. But that's a story for another day. We're not talking politics on this we'll show. We'll talk shit about the Red Cross later. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a politi- that's a politics story that we're not going to talk about. Um, They're going to be like the Oklahoma of leagues. I got nothing Shitty else. Shitty gambling. Ballot, thanks for pressing buttons. Just barely missed the under. No worries. Yeah. Coach. <laughs> hey, it's only one or the other. Coach, good to have you here. This was a good show. I'm your host, Spencer Stum. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz, and we are out. OG. That's Texan for sayonara.